0: Hey, this is John Sally, and thanks for listening to The Humble Warrior Podcast.
1: This is Cassie Sobelton. I'm a health and wellness expert, speaker, and author of Back to Balance. You're listening to The Humble Warrior Podcast.
0: Hi, this is Lisa Hickey, CEO of Goodman Media and publisher of The Goodman
1: Project. Welcome to The Humble Warrior Podcast.
2: Hey, it's Jason Robel, the author of Eternity. And you are listening to The Humble Warrior Podcast. This is
0: Michael Patrick Peters, the creator of Dance Meditation Technique. And you are listening to The Humble Warrior Podcast.
2: This is Glenn Barker from the Mankind Project Chicago. You are listening to The Humble Warrior Podcast.
0: Hi, this is Katie Delbaugh, author of the book Let It Out. And you are listening to The Humble Warrior Podcast. Welcome to The Humble Warrior Podcast. Here are your hosts, Chris Forte and John Moises.
1: I'm John Moises. That is Chris Forte. Live Brave. And this is the Humble Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the show. Hello, Humble Warriors. Hey, and we're back for another episode of the Humble Warrior Podcast. I'd like to thank everybody for subscribing to the Humble Warrior Podcast on iTunes, following us on Twitter at The Warrior Pod, and liking the Humble Warrior Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So this week, we've got another yogi. We
2: got another yogi. This just, you know, this is how how the universe works sometimes. I'm reading an article, and this just comes off the heels of when we just interviewed Tommy, mm-hmm. you know, and Tommy being a former boxer, and how he got into then yoga. Yep. And so I ran across this article, it was online about the top 10 male yogis, most influential male yogis on Instagram. And I, I thought it was very interesting. And, um, I emailed the top few guys and basically, you know, sent them an email, you know, that our mission is to get as many men in yoga studios and bring awareness to yoga to men. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after like 24 hours, um, our good friend, Derek Townsend known as DJ emailed, emailed me and we'd said, we'd love to be on the show. And after doing a little background on DJ, I was like, oh my gosh. Perfect. This guy played in the NFL. Whoa. So we've had a, a boxer turned yogi. Now an NFL player turned yogi. And I went on his website and we'll get more into it. And I was like, this dude is ripped. He does, you know, I mean, but more importantly, like we've talked about yoga on the show, it's, you know, we get the benefits of looking great on the outside, but it's the work on the inside and just right. understanding a little bit more about DJ and, and what yoga is meant to him. You know, I, I said, wow, to get this guy on the podcast would would be a great, great thing. And grateful we have him today. Great. So
1: we've got Derek D.J. Townsell, uh, as Chris said, and he's he played football at Murray State University as a four year starter. And then with the NFL, with the Houston Texans from 2010 to 2011, he's currently an Orlando based personal trainer, health coach and yoga instructor. Derek is an inspiration to thousands who didn't think a passion for fitness or yoga could be a possibility for them, mainly men and people of color. Derek is now a sought-after, 200-hour certified yoga instructor, certified personal trainer, and Level 2 WCO calisthenics instructor in Central Florida. Welcome to the Humble Warrior Podcast, Derek. How
0: are you doing? Thank you for having me.
1: Thanks for being on the show.
2: DJ, we really appreciate it you know and this is i appreciate it i appreciate it yeah and after me
0: uh thank you for giving me a platform to uh i guess tell my story and you know spread the power of yoga
2: absolutely absolutely and i think i'd like to just right dive right into it um is when and how did you start yoga
0: i started uh in fall of 2012 i was nearing the the end of my football career i was Bouncing around smaller um, football leagues, smaller pro leagues, uh, arena football, Canadian football, uh, United football, when that was still up and going, and it was uh, I saw a lot of guys around me, teammates, friends, that were getting hurt on the field. So my biggest goal was, I mean, for one, we want to make as much money as possible, but to be able to leave the the game of football without having any you know physical ailments that we have to worry about for the rest of our lives. So I said, hey, you know, what can be something to keep myself going and not end up, you know, with a walker or in a wheelchair or something later on in life? So yoga was the answer for me.
2: Wow. And so you took it upon yourself to just explore yoga. And from what I learned, you know, from the from your website is you started, you know, in your own, I guess, house or, you know, looking, you know, doing it online. Is that right? Videos?
0: I was in my living room, um, watching YouTube videos, just trying to figure out the basics. I didn't, I saw, I saw pictures on Instagram. I was like, yeah, no, that looks kind of, that looks kind of cool, you know? And one of my things is I have never been graceful. I've always been, you know, fast, powerful, strong, but I've never been graceful. So I was like, Hey, that could be something that I can try that maybe I can do. I'm not a dancer, so I can't, I, I think my, my time as a dancer has, has come and gone. <laughs> so. So I said, "Hey, let me try yoga." So, yeah, I started doing YouTube videos with the uh, learning the basics in my living room.
2: Wow. And when did you start going like I guess maybe to a studio or what type of yoga, I guess, speaks to you or that 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 you love or that you you do for yourself and maybe teach others?
0: So, I actually, I didn't go to a studio. I went to um I was working at 24 Hour Fitness here in Orlando. And I would go to a couple of classes that my friend taught, and I literally have only been to—I had only gone to two classes before I had actually started my um, my certification a couple of years later. So I was li- I was doing everything online, just watching things, learning things, self-teaching, and um, yeah. So I've only before I started my certification, I had only been to like two or three classes.
2: Wow. So there must have been something. That just triggered you to just move forward with the uh, training cert- certification? Just, uh, I guess, a passion for it, it sounds like.
0: I mean, uh, the passion for yoga grew on me, but um, my uncle, who was a, was a very well-known uh, educator in Atlanta, he passed away in 2014, and that's when I decided, like, hey, you know, he was a great teacher. He touched many lives with what he taught. He taught science, so he touched many lives with what he was doing. So I was like, hey, that could be something that I can – kind of try to follow his footsteps and do the same thing through my, you know, with my own path.
2: Wow. So I come from
0: a long, I come from a long line of educators, school administrators, you know, things like that. So I just wanted to, I guess, stay in the family business in my own way.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just being a teacher. Yeah. So, as a professional athlete, i mean and it goes back to Murray State, your high school days you know and in the pros, I know it's like twenty four seven but how can you describe you know to all the athletes out there uh young men or even older men for that matter that, that describe the benefits of yoga as could it could it even be a compliment to an athlete right now
0: absolutely it's a It's a great compliment to all the rigorous training we're doing—just um, uh, any athlete knows that it's—it's it's constant work. It's not anything where you do it for two hours a day and then you're done for the rest of the day. If, especially if you're on a team or you're even an individual sport, you're constantly in the weight room, you're in the training room, you're in the meeting room watching film on other teams or watching film on yourself, just trying to constantly perfect your craft. Mm-hmm. So yoga is a great complement to it because. After all of that constant moving, moving, the body is moving, the mind is moving, you get a chance to rest the body and rest the mind, and not necessarily, like, take a nap, but to rest it in a way that it's still doing some kind of work, but it's, you know, taking you in the opposite direction of constant wear and tear.
2: Right, and that's going to lead to my next question, because I know that, um, you know, men and women also, you know, they... They may be doing, you know, uh, personal training. They may be doing, you know, they may be running or doing CrossFit or weight training. Mm-hmm. For you, being a personal trainer uh, and also a yogi, you know, give it. do you have like a workout schedule that you do or, or something you can maybe recommend for someone that says, okay, you know, I hear a lot about this yoga. You know, how, how can I complement it with my, you know, the workouts that, for whatever, re, you know, I that I need that in my life. I mean, how is something there, yoga could be like just a compliment to whatever they're doing?
0: Well, I mean, for my clients, I, I normally train clients two to three times a week. And one of those sessions, there's some kind of yoga involved where there's just a quick stretch just to get them ready or to cool them down. Or I'll take one of their sessions and make it into an entire hour of yoga. But for somebody who's just working out, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be something you do all day. It Can be a 20-minute, you know, stretch here and there, just to, you know, just to bring the muscles back to where they need to be. Because all of that lifting and running, especially like CrossFit, is, is where it is a lot of is very hectic on the joints on the muscles. So it's just a good practice to, you know, add to your workout regimen. So it doesn't. You don't have to like just say, hey, I'm done with weights. Let me do yoga. So it's something that you can add along with it to, to pretty much recover the body.
2: Interesting. And I see that, you know, in, in doing more research on your website and seeing some of your videos, you know, I'm just going to have to ask a question. Are you a very spiritual person? Do you have a connection with God also?
0: I'm, I'm, I was raised in a Christian household all my life. Um, and now like my mom, she, she gets on me sometimes like, when are you, you going to go to church? Right. I tell my mom, the yoga, the yoga mat is my church. I, I've, I've made more of a spiritual connection, um, within myself and with our higher power more on the mat that I have with, with 20 years of going to church.
2: You know, bingo, my brother. And I think that is kind of where I want to carry the conversation. I think that is the message that, you know, I want to concentrate on throughout the rest of the show because I feel the same way and I don't, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, and it's hard to explain, but really the yoga mat, it, and, it, and it, and it, and this is one God, all God, we all come from different backgrounds, right? But it's, yeah, exactly. it's on, it's on that mat where I just feel such a connection with, with, with uh, my spiritual core and God, it's hard to kind of put in a word. So I'm glad you, you mentioned that. I kind of, if, if you can, I guess maybe explain what that means to you and how that connection is. That would be great because I'm finally talking to someone where that map is more than just the physical, the mental, right? We need the mind work or the emotional, but at the end of the day to the spiritual core of like really finding one's inner being and having that connection to that higher power.
0: Yeah. And and it actually like I said earlier, it started with more of a physical, you know, trying to right. make sure that I'm healthy at the end of the day. But the spiritual side is what I fell in love with. That's what kind of kept me going. Again, with the constant, you know, mind is going a thousand miles per hour, body's going a thousand miles per hour. The the yoga is what slowed me down and made me really stop and think. And I wasn't really a, a short tempered guy, but I mean, in football, you have to kind of turn into a beast every, you know, every place. So yoga really helped me sit down and stay calm. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't so quick to react to situations. But on the spiritual side, it just helped me find out who I was within myself. And it's just, you know, it is hard to explain. It's kind of hard to get the words out now. But like now I do yoga so much that when I'm walking around, uh, I don't get as, I don't get angry as as quick it takes a lot to really set me off and sometimes you just walk around and you see like the beauty in the world so is that spiritual thing doesn't have to necessarily be like oh I read the Bible 24 hours a day but just seeing you know the good in the world that's a spiritual you know aspect of it as well
2: absolutely you know what we like to you know describe it's like being awake and being present as, Absolutely. A, as opposed to, you know, going through, you know, maybe the motions of life. But it sounds like your journey to yoga, very similar to mine. I've been doing yoga you know, over three years. It started off physical, you know, and but then, you know, something happens where you just keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back where you're starting to get into that place of, of really finding yourself, getting also to a place of peace, a place of calmness as temporary it may be. As we got to go back out to the real world, it's that one hour a day or whenever you do that yoga, it's kind of like that time to be connected to all and you're you're becoming a better person overall
0: exactly and the the amazing thing is that that one hour turns into twenty three more if you really get into the
2: practice yes, so
0: I can if I wake up in the morning and I do you know just and some people may call it stretching, but as long as you're quieting the mind, you're you're tapping into that inner power within yourself. So that one hour or 20 minutes of yoga can translate into a full day of, you know, you just being calm, you being in the moment, not really worrying about what happened yesterday or what's going to happen tomorrow with work or relationships or, you know, whatever. Rush hour traffic, that's that's really the only thing that can kind of set me off is rush hour traffic. Yeah. <laughs> But that, but yeah, that twenty, that twenty minutes to an hour can turn into a full day of you just being like at peace, and that's what it does for me. So when I'm on my mat, whether even though I'm you know probably taking pictures on Instagram, it's really a practice for me. It's not just on you know taking nice pictures to send uh, to put on Instagram, but it's a, a way for me to really calm my mind and get rid of any kind of muck that's in my head from the day before or a few minutes before or you know, any
2: kind of deadlines I got to, you know, meet later on. Right. And you mentioned a couple of things first is you're right. The 23 hours, the rest of the day, like it's a lifestyle, it's a lifestyle change and yoga. And uh, we had one of my uh, mentors early before we started this, Johnny Kest on it, who broke down, you know, the, there's six different types of yogas, and I just went through my yoga certification uh With also a friend of mine, Tommy Mack. and yoga, yoga is so much more than just you know the physical practice. Like you mentioned, the one hour, it's it's a lifestyle. There's a philosophy behind it. I mean, it's been around for close to five thousand years. You know, so exactly. there's something right with it. And exactly, and I'm glad you mentioned this because as well, you being on a different level than for myself, going to actually playing at the highest level in the NFL you know the yoga t- taps into the creative side so like i've seen your stuff on you know instagram and what you're doing but that that's the artist in you that's finally being able to come out where we exactly. p- you know we play you play this role a lot of us is going up as we're just these athletes right i mean we just got to be you know i guess macho and big and strong and fast but yet the yoga is, is that too but in a whole different level has shown us to be vulnerable and that is the real strength and to tap into that that creative side of us and that and that artist and that artist of who we really are.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I've I've gotten more um I've gotten more in touch with myself, like just my, my inner power, my inner strength, my inner calmness, my you know, just being brave enough to to display my practice online. I had I never had a problem like showing people I know how to work out. I can play football. But then to really just show people, okay, I'm I'm still I'm not just an athlete. I'm more than that. Let me show you the let me show you what's really inside of me. That's that takes a lot more bravery. That's actually more macho to me than having the biggest muscles. And I I'm very fortunate to say that I do get a, a quite a few guys that come to my class because I've inspired them to you know, take that step onto the mat and say, okay, you know, I don't have to be the big bad dude anymore. I can, you know, sit down and be still or, you know, whatever it may be.
2: Right. And, you know, that is the big bad dude nowadays, you know, the 24th century <laughs> male, the male is going to share his feelings. The man who's going to, you know, take, take the initiative to work on their internal self so they could be a peace.
0: Exactly. And I have a family that I have to take care of. So I don't need to be the, you know, the big bad guy anymore. I can, right. I can teach my daughter that, you know, it's okay to, you know, share who you are or, you know, be around people who can share who they are with you. It doesn't have to be, you know, constant, oh, who is this person? And, you know, constantly uh, judging people and things like that.
2: Right, right. So take us, take us through the background of your website. Uh, I, I know it's called dade dot shelbynet and I think there's a story okay. behind that web, uh, web address. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, um, I was born and raised in Miami, which is Dade County. And um, when I was 12 years old, my my parents split up and my mom moved to Memphis, where she's from. So I moved up there with her, and I spent six years there. I went to middle school and high school in Memphis, which is Shelby County. And, you know, that was before I went to Murray State. But, yeah, just... uh, it's a name that me and my cousin came up with when we were, you know, we're both artists, so we were trying to come up with, okay, what would be a cool name for a clothing line or, you know, a cartoon if we were to make one. So Days <laughs> to Shelby, Shelby was just something we that we uh, really liked, and I asked before I even started my, my Instagram, my Twitter, all of that, I was like, you know, would it be cool if I used that name just to kind of identify where about, what about me because, I mean, it applies to me <laughs> very much so since that's where I'm from and that's where I grew, uh, pretty much lived so, yeah, Day to
2: Shelby is Day County in Miami and Shelby County in Memphis. Cool. And it sounds like, I mean, you're, you're a fairly young man and, you know, you've got this journey and, you know, you're writing your story as we speak. And, and just like yoga, which I, I'm sure you, you would agree, is, is it's a journey. You never really get there, so to speak. And it's to maybe enjoy the journey and not so much the destination as we continue to learn yeah. about ourselves.
0: That's literally many people who like send me messages or email me and ask me, you know, how can I, how can I get to my level? That's, that's verbatim. What I tell them, it's a journey. Don't try to, don't try to fashion your journey to somebody else's. Don't try to, you know, imitate exactly what this person's doing. Cause if you set a goal, then nine times out of 10, you're going to find yourself becoming more stressed out or anxious trying to reach that goal rather than just enjoying what's going on right now. So I tell people, when, even when they come to my my classes, I tell them, "Look, you're not going to learn handstands in two hours. What my goal is is to make sure that you're progressing. You know, even if it's just coming from from having your head on the ground and your knees on your triceps to taking one foot in the air. If you've gotten that, if you do that, that's progress. Enjoy that, because if you miss it, then you won't be able to enjoy where you came from to get to where you're at now.
2: Absolutely, and it's and it's interesting because if you come from well, especially, you know, from from you, and I'm sure your high school and college days and pro days when you're in the weight room, you know, there's weights thrown around, everybody's looking at everybody, what everybody's doing, and just, you know, I guess, commonality. But when you get to the yoga studio, eventually over time, you get to a place of non-judgment and realize just the practice is all about yourself. <laughs> you, yeah. you you know, I'm at the point where I just lose track of anybody that's in the room, and you're just concentrating, yeah. Yeah. You're concentrating on your breath, and you're just concentrating doing on really the best that you can do for you.
0: Exactly. Exactly. If you see me uh, on a daily basis, I'm literally acting like there's nobody in the room with me. Like I would laugh, talk, dance, sing, like there's nobody else in the room, whether that's in the gym, whether that's in the car, uh, at home, <laughs> wherever. I just make sure that I'm living life to the fullest.
2: Oh man, that does, that's music to my ears. So, you know, DJ, you're, you're, you're new to this. You're fairly new. I mean, you're definitely one of the youngest yogis we've had on, you know, only doing it four years, but you are so out there right now on Instagram. I mean, you have over 65,000 followers, which I'm amazed. I mean, I mean, you're obviously getting people's attention in in just in, in the way you're in the way you present yourself and the way you're teaching yoga. So what, what, what's in store for you? I mean, what's, what's your plan? Do you have a plan with this or are you just enjoying it one day at a time?
0: Is that's that's what I'm doing. Like like I said, if I if I look too far into the future I won't be able to enjoy it now. Right. My goal my goal right now is to like with these followers, if I can inspire one follower to make a change in their life to make themselves healthier, uh, make their self happier, shoot, I tell people just like smile. Just you know, you never know whose day you might change with that smile. So if I can influence or inspire one person to, you know, help themselves or help somebody else then that, that that's what well, my goal is as you know right now in the present so these 65,000 followers if I haven't influenced anybody out of those 65,000 they mean absolutely nothing
2: right well I'm sure you are I mean just in just by talking to you and, and hearing your passion and just you know by you know sharing some wisdom like you just said of just just smiling and being a better person and and how yoga could assist that you know one thing is man. And, I, you know, we've just had plenty of men and women on the show. But, you know, it, it's hard for men to make that. And I was there, too, to make that commitment of, you know, trying yoga for the first time or getting into the studio because you, you just don't know what you're getting into. And I find it mm-hmm. unique that you you self-taught yourself. Could So so any guys out there, could you recommend maybe a certain YouTube video or maybe a video of or or something for a guy who's looking into it but maybe is not gonna, you know, want to take that step of going to a yoga studio trying out, but is willing to at least maybe try it out at home. Is there anything you recommend for that individual?
0: Well, what I tell whoever asked, whoever you know stops by or asks me how they can they get started, the first thing I do recommend, and this I'm not biased because I'm a uh, a teacher, but I usually tell them to try to go to a, a local studio first because they can get that hands on experience. So they're not putting themselves in a predicament where they can injure themselves because, you know, yoga isn't a practice where you're supposed to get injured. That's a, a practice for healing. So if you get injured, that means you, something has gone wrong. So make sure that you, if you can go to a studio so that you can get that hands-on experience so you can get the modifications you need to, you know, to that caters to your level of practitioner. But if you can't, absolutely can't make it to a studio, uh, the YouTube videos I use were, um, Yoga Journal on YouTube, which uh, I, all the classes I was watching was taught by uh, Catherine Budick, who is a very well-known teacher in the yoga community. And then there's streaming services out there, uh, Cody app that has a lot of um, a lot of Instagram famous yoga instructors who are very knowledgeable that are on there. Um, yogaglow.com dot com is a great one. That's actually what I, I got my mom a subscription to that for Christmas.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, so I call whatever she calls me. I'm like, are you practicing yoga? Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a
2: little something here and there. I'm
0: like, all right now it's eighteen dollars
2: a month. Yeah, you know, um, I'm but glad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that because that's what got me into the studio, you know, is I, I first went and saw an instructor at the studio go now. And I just did, you know, one personal, you know, one-on-one session. And after of just going that, you know, through that flow, uh, with that instructor that gave me the comfort to then, you know, go in the studio. Absolutely. And
0: most of the time, most of the time us as teachers, we, we try to, we try to teach as if everybody knows what they're doing, but if we see somebody who's struggling or, you know, see somebody who has a limitation, we will take a step back and let them know, okay, this is a good modification. I do that all the time, especially if I'm teaching a beginner class that I labeled a, a beginner class. I will give them every modification that they need. I'll tell them whatever whatever, um, whatever, props they may need, whether it's a block or strap or bolster or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And just make sure that, because the last thing I want to do, this is as a personal trainer and a yoga instructor, is I don't want anybody leaving my class
2: hurt. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we just learned something, um, a video I was watching, I forgot the name of the video, but it was compression versus tension. And, mm-hmm. you know, all our bodies are different, you know, and just because if you're in downward dog and one could put their heels, let's say to the floor, totally flat and the, the other person uh, cannot, it, it may not be something, you know, uh, physically like uh, nothing wrong with the muscles. It could be just the, the ankle bone just can't get down, you know? And it's Absolutely. just, and it's just to have that knowledge. And after practicing in a certain time that one knows, you know, their bone structure and their, their muscle structure. And, Absolutely. For, and for a lot of us, you, we understand that a lot of it's coming from that tension and over time that tension, while we're going through our practice, you know, brings that awareness of the stuff we're trying to heal.
0: Absolutely. And my first rule when they walk into class is listen to your body. Don't do anything. If your body is rejecting it, don't force it into a certain pose or whatever posture that we're doing at the moment. If you need to take a step, uh, take a step back and or come out of the pose a little bit more and modify it somehow, then do that because, you know, like I said, the last thing I want is somebody walking out with an injury or, something feeling worse than when they came in. That is, that would really, <laughs> I feel like I failed as an instructor. If I had somebody injured themselves under my, you know, supervision, I guess you could say,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, I want to shift gears a little bit. You know, I have three daughters, 16, 14, 12, and I know you have one daughter, right? How old is she? She's seven. She's seven. And mm-hmm. the benefits of, let's just say of being a father, of what yoga has taught you about, you know, being a father and how much more present you are with her. just want to talk about, you know, your relationship with your daughter and how how yoga has benefited that as well.
0: I mean, and like I said earlier, it's it's made me more calm. Like a seven-year-old, they're they're bodies. So they're going right. to find any and everything that they can get into to keep themselves <laughs> busy. Uh, more so now that she has, you know, grown into her personality. She knows exactly what she likes. So it's just not my biggest thing is just making sure that I'm not becoming, you know, I'm not rejecting what she's, you know, trying to learn or, you know, wants to get into and just being, you know, a support system for her, not being a a dictator and saying, no, you can't do that, but you know, okay, let's try it this way or, Mm. you know, whatever it is. And yeah, she, she loves to like, She's not necessarily like she's seven, so she doesn't want to sit on the mat for an hour and you know <laughs> just stretch. So, so I try to find fun ways for her to do it. So we do acro yoga. Um, uh, we actually just did a, a photo shoot with Ford uh, a couple months ago, and she had a blast. Like, and it's it's just trying to find new ways to make, uh, you know, being family oriented fun. So just. Yeah, just got to make it fun for them.
2: That's great. That's great. And you mentioned acro yoga. You you do a lot of different stuff, don't you, with yoga?
0: Yeah, I, mean, I do acro yoga. Um, that's pretty much it. Like uh, uh, vinyasa is my regular practice, and then mm-hmm. acro is something that I do, you know, to add fun, add more fun to it. So it's not just you know an hour an hour class, and then people are like, okay, I feel good, and then they leave. So acro is something where they can really take something with them and say, okay, let me try this with a friend. Mm. So it's just another way to spread yoga in a different way.
2: Yeah. Well, well, DJ, it has been, you know, so refreshing to have, you know, have you on a professional athlete, you know, talking about the benefits of yoga. You know, if there's any message you wanted to share, you know, with, with the listeners out there that may be listening to this that are either start, you know, haven't done yoga or starting yoga, what would you want to, Tell all these people.
0: Um, uh, as a personal trainer, my my motto is um, only consistency brings instant results. So if you are listening for, for more of a physical purpose, then make sure that you stay consistent with your practice or with your training, with your nutrition. Everything comes in time, and as long as you stick with it, that's the only way you're going to get results. Don't expect to get results in one day by some quick fix that you see online or anything like that and then as far as the, the spiritual side with everything that's going on in the world my my message is just be the light so mm-hmm. uh, whether you're the source of the source of the light or if you're the mirror reflecting it make sure that you're transferring some kind of positive energy to everybody you see today so if you see somebody they look like they're like their heads down you know give them a pat on the back tell them you know hey how you doing that's sometimes that's all it takes is just acknowledging someone's existence to let them know that they are you know appreciated whether you know them or not
2: Mm, well said. Namaste to that, my friend.
1: So, <laughs> <Namaste>.
2: <laughs> so DJ, if, um, where, where can people follow you or where, where can people well, get in, in contact with you?
0: Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, it's at date two Shelby, D A D E, the number two S H E L B Y. And my website is day to Shelby.net. Uh, if you want me to come to your city, you, you want to, if you find yourself in Orlando somehow, and you need some kind of instruction, or just want to play around. I'm always up for that. So, those are my my tags and my uh, my handles and everything. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, I see. I mean, you're going every you're going to Utah, aren't right? you? Yeah, in August or something?
0: Yeah, I'm going to Utah. I'm gonna go hang out with my with one of my sponsors, Sun Warrior, which is a great vegan protein. If you if you are vegan or if you're looking for a clean protein, try it out. That's a quick uh, commercial right there. They're not paying me for that. Right, right, right. Uh, And I had that protein today in
2: my smoothie. So tell them hello for me. Yeah,
0: I definitely will. I'm going there to hang out with them and teach them some things and play around at Zion National Park. So I'm, I'm excited about that.
2: Awesome. Well, DJ, again, thanks for coming on our podcast. And we're gonna, you know, let's stay in touch and get you back on, you know, down the road
0: absolutely next time i'm in michigan i will let you guys know and i and i want to be in there uh, in person next
1: time oh absolutely my friend yeah yeah come <laughs> to the humble warrior studio we'd love okay. to see you
0: i'm all for it i'll do a hand for just for you guys all, all right
1: we would love it all right thanks dj for being on the show and thank you for listening to the humble warrior podcast and if you want to know when the next show is coming up make sure you subscribe to the humble warrior podcast on itunes Follow us on Twitter at the Warrior Pod and like The Humble Warrior Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Until next time, live brave. Join us next week
0: for the next episode of The Humble Warrior Podcast. Subscribe to The Humble Warrior Podcast by visiting chrisforte.com.